I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you know who you remind me of? Alex Metting. Who? Matt Hancock. (laughs) To be fair, I've always looked up to him. As a kid, I thought, that guy... I, th- I think he's just getting a bit of bad press. I think he's actually top bloke, really. <laughs> you should get him on the podcast. Maybe we should. Maybe do you think he's listening to this? Should we call him? Can you send him a message on Instagram? <laughs> should I try? Big fan of your work, mate. <laughs> Let me see. He'd do quite well on Made in Chelsea, actually. I reckon. <laughs> should I see? Have you? Did you see all? Did you see the whole stuff that happened with him? Mate, the video where he, he like pokes his head out the door to see if that they've got like Matt Hancock is on Instagram. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Send him a message. All right. I'm going to do was, it. You've seen that video in Parliament where he sits down like Woody. It's so bizarre. He just sits back and it's like... <laughs> What's that bit? You Google it. It's really good. So wait, shall I send Matt Hancock a message asking him to come on the podcast? Yeah. No, say... Um, hey, Matt. I'm just reaching out from E4. Uh, <laughs> we, we really like what you do. No, no, we have to make it serious. Otherwise, he wouldn't come on. So I'm saying, hey, Matt. Um, hey, Matt. Hey, hey um, Matt. Big fan of the Tories. Um <laughs> Where did you school? <laughs> the school of hard cocks. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go, Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. Um, I do a... Call him Matty. We, we, we do a podcast called Private Parts. Private Parts. And we would adore, capital letters, adore for you to come on. <laughs> Could we make this possible? <laughs> Let's see, make this possible. Okay, send Jamie. Okay, I've sent it to Matt. Matt, Matt Hancock. Send it to him. He, uh, he's going to blow up now. This is like his, his big moment. He's going to be doing a tour, tour of the UK. You think so? Yeah. Have you ever had, have you ever been in a situation where that similarly happened to you? What, where Matt Hancock's <laughs> closed the door and tried to <laughs> no. finger me in the office? <laughs> no, where, where you've... You've kissed someone and you've been, well, de- been caught on camera. You've been caught on camera. Have you been caught on camera? No, I've not been caught on camera. You've been caught. I mean, you you got caught on national TV. I didn't get caught on national yeah, TV. I always lied my way out of it. <laughs> you got me from the liar himself. Mate, I didn't lie. <laughs> and then when you were I, caught up. I, the thing is, I didn't know. Because yeah. I'd blacked out, so I wasn't aware. So I was actually telling the truth. What a role model you are. I what know. a role I model you are. I was still are. doing that social experiment. So <laughs> My my favourite bit still to this day is when um, when it was in Made in Chelsea's series. I don't know what it was, series. Series like, 7. Series 7. Most watched ever series. It was the funniest thing about Made in Chelsea series 7 is when we went into it, everyone just said, what's going to happen this season? God, I just don't really know if anything's going to happen. Everyone's really panicky about it. And Mitten, you put your cape on and you came to save the day. <laughs> and my funniest bit of the whole entire thing was I remember everyone, all the producers and everyone knew that you had, uh, and Spencer had... Uh, 
had an, they, they were describing it the producers were describing it as an orgy That's yeah what and also they assured me that that would not get included yeah. in the episode hang on yeah but and it was in there seven times my grandma phoned me up and she was like darling what's an orgy i was just hung up the phone no, they didn't say orgy the point was they, they did say orgy no they didn't they, they were did. pen- they oh. said it like seven times okay well the whole i remember and it this. wasn't an orgy i remember i remember this where they said we don't know how we can't say orgy because it's too much. So how are we going to pitch it? So we and they were just. I remember them watching you and think, oh, let's just let the scene play out, and just see what happens. And you had no idea it was coming. And and Lucy Watson was there. So, but also, like, what I want to know is how it got out. When was such, it my fault? Such a close knit sort of like you know when you've got like a really good mate and it's just really tight and you know that it was not my fault. The leak can't come from them. <laughs> it was not. You I absolute. Was- Bellin. I was not the leak. You were the leak. No, you, I was not the leak. You were. You no. leaked it all over Lucy Watson. And then <laughs> Spencer was the leak. And then I was forced to confirm it. You just, yeah, any, anything for airtime. Anyway, I didn't get the airtime. You did. I was furious. I got slapped. <laughs> okay, but so anyway, point was, is that you had, this this party had happened and you were going out with Binky Falstead at the time. and We were on a break. You were on a break, and the producers were really confused at what to, what to how that was going to be worded because they thought an orgy was going to be too much, even though it wasn't an orgy, whatever. <laughs> and they went, "Let's just let the scene play out." So the scene plays out. Lucy Watson comes in. They start flying with you, and it coming to that point, and Binky's going, "How many was it? How many was it?" And all the producers are thinking, "God, he's going to say orgy. I'm going to have to cut it." And you went, "Fine, it was two each." And they went, "Got it in the bag. <laughs> Got it in the bag." <laughs> <laughs> anything for a good production um that was yeah. bad people. What, did it, you, did that, you... I, I, that was a, a low moment but like other people on the show like when when stuff goes you know it doesn't go their way they throw like quite a big strop i'm just not very not me i didn't throw... you throw massive strops what like you, you just wouldn't turn up to filming my my reaction was <laughs> i lightly kicked a stool on the way out of the scene i was like fuck yeah, but you are one of the most passive and kindest people I know. So your heart doesn't allow you to get get angry. I don't think you ever get angry. I have done. Okay, so that sounds psycho. Yeah, <laughs> right. I have done <laughs> right. on my own. Um, if you were Matt Hancock, though, would you be upset? I. Do you know what? Like, he's obviously not been that popular, and he's probably not a great guy. But I do feel a little bit sorry for him because he's going to be getting so much abuse. Like, he won't mm. be able to go anywhere now without being. His poor, his poor wife as well. Well, the big thing about the wife is what it seems like is he's he's, he's apologised for breaking social distancing rules, but he hasn't apologised for... Breaking the bond of... The sacred marriage, bond of marriage. Yeah. Which is, I think, is a pretty bad thing. Yeah, you're, you have similarities to Matt Hancock. What? what name one. Name one. Well, you, you both sort of dress quite similar. <laughs> Um, we both have the same haircut. <laughs> mine just, I bought mine. He's so. the type of guy that will sort of get away with technicalities, hide behind the system. Oh, okay. That's, you're saying I get away a, with technicalities. Yeah, you've always been good at that. No, I do. I, I pick a road and I go down it. That's... <laughs> Sorry, well, you're sat now. <laughs> I pick a road. It's not that big a deal these days, mate. No, I do. I, I, I'll pick something and I'll go for that one point that, that people... Sick man, yeah, such yeah. A, you are a role model. Also, can we just um, mention the fact that you actually tried to bully me out of coming today? Really? Yeah, I had a beer this weekend, so he messages me I this know. morning and goes, you "Sure, you're going to be alright for it?" I was like, "Well, yeah, I feel fine." He's yes. like, "Are you sure?" Yes. Okay. Like, stop. Okay, fine. Fine I'm... if you have a beer. Yeah. But true. if I have one, you need to go to rehab. Yeah. Mate. Do you know what? I apologize, <laughs> and I'm going to say it straight. I apologize. I think I, this morning. Tell you what it is. All right. You were you're just jealous. You're younger than me. You're a year younger at the moment. Feeling 
You're a lot, a year younger. Feeling a lot younger. Yeah, you. you look a lot. Yeah, you look a lot younger. <laughs> you look a lot younger. <laughs> you, and do you know what? Yeah, maybe there is a bit of jealousy. You get to go out. You're having fun at the moment. And I don't want. My body doesn't allow me to do it. I've got too many responsibilities. I can't. My right? body. <laughs> my body. My body. What does your body tell you? Oh, it tells me so many S- things. Stay in and eat ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> my body tells me so much. <laughs> don't my my bottom is telling me a lot of things at the moment. That's another story. Uh, should we talk about your butt? No, not going to do it. Anyway. Let's get into it. Come on. No, not going to do it. Anyway, listen. I think I woke up this morning. Um, I I had a few drinks on the weekend as well, and I felt a bit jaded today. And yeah, I I was I was jealous. Because I messaged you at one thirty a.m. last night saying, "Yeah, um, what was my I'll, response? I'll see you tomorrow." And you were like, "What are you doing up at one thirty? I was like, "Fuck off." I also wasn't up at one thirty. Can I just make that clear? I wasn't up at what you were. You up go to sleep so early. Oh, now there's another dig. All right, you go to bed so late. Sounds oh. like we're a married couple. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't go to bed early. I went. I I. Probably fall asleep around eleven thirty. That's what time. Yeah, I don't really reply past ten. I have this annoying thing though when I go to bed. So Sophie, we have this really nice big shout out to and so to bed because they're a great company. Not that we're sponsored by them, they're just a good company. And um, <laughs> I just don't even have a bed from them. I just like love their branding. <laughs> their beds are amazing. Why are they so good? I, I don't know. They, they have one bed in there, right? They have a bed in and so to bed that costs about thirty eight grand. A mattress, just yeah. a mattress. Did you get that one? No, I did not get that. What one. did you get? It's got a normal mattress. Is it good for the the rumpy pumpy? <laughs> I've got I've got a really, the rumpy pumpy. I've got a really I've got a really good one. Simba. Um, what is this? A little like mattress plug off. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just look at the camera yeah. and say Simba? Yeah, Simba. <laughs> um, but it's good because if you've got... Just quickly, do you if, call it the rumpy pumpy? The rumpy pumpy. If you've got, like, you know, say if you've got a mate staying over, because it's, it's, so fu- it's so, like, firm, they can be over that side of the bed wriggling around and you can't feel it. Yeah, but so... That's a Simba mattress, by the way. <laughs> okay, so uh, I used to have a Simba mattress. It is foam. Oh, not it's, good enough for you, is it? It's, it's foam-based, which some people like foam, and I'm not digging because Simba is great. But um, so what's what basis? Mine is mine is springs. I got I got you springs. Got, oh no! Yeah, springs. Spring. I got natural. that's very nineteenth century, mate. That's what do you mean it's nineteenth century? It's it's old school. You don't want a foam one. Yeah, you do. You don't want a foam one. Uh, do you call it the rumpy pumpy? You know, you know, I slept on my Simba mattress in my in my living room for about for about six months because they 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 ever the raw model again. Ever <laughs> the raw model. So you, I've actually got really that's, fun. that's wicked, by the way. Yeah, I know it's sick. You yeah. slept on your Simba mattress. Yeah, I, I nailed some cardboard against the window so the sunlight can come in as well. Um, Did you actually? No. <laughs> You fucking idiot. I had curtains. <laughs> <laughs> they were blackout blinds. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, because it arrives and it's like vacuum packed. Yeah. So we like took it out of the box and I didn't know that it was vacuum packed. And I went like that on the thing and it just exploded into the <laughs> room. And I was like, well, I can't get it out of here now. It's fucking massive. There's this huge super king mattress. So I was like, I'll just sleep on the floor for a bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm like one of those blokes that if I don't have like a woman in my life, I literally will just, they'll be sat on a deck chair in the middle of an empty room. Yeah, with nothing. I like the fact that it was like a um, life jacket that you just opened and then you're like, oh, I'm just going to have to sleep here. I do know what you mean in those kind of cases. Anyway, I want to go back to the point. You you call it rumpy pumpy. In certain moments, certain if you're, circles. Okay, if you're, if you're in a uh, frisky mood. Yeah. And you're in a relationship. Yeah. What do you say to your other half if you if you schedule it in <laughs> is that what you say every you time schedule it in yeah you schedule it in do you schedule it in the sofa or is it sort of quite I, I don't schedule Who, who's the instigator uh, I'm the instigator I feel like you are yeah. she's sort of you pester her 
What do you mean like pester? I don't pester her. It's like... It's, it's like, not like a pester. Like she feels it's sort of like feeding the machine, like feeding the parking. She's like, fine, I've got to put something in it. <laughs> no, we did have that. She won't mind me saying this. We did have this thing. <laughs> she the, probably will. Yeah, but. she'll hate <laughs> yeah. it. She'll hate it. But like I said, no. So so I, yeah, I do. I instigate it most of the time. But then the other night we were lying in bed and she couldn't sleep. And so she woke and went downstairs. And it was like two in the morning. And then she came upstairs and she was like, for the first time in like months, started to try to, and I was knackered. So I was she, like, she'd gone downstairs and put on the TV, seen someone she fancied, and gone. Let's just try and remember that. <laughs> Jamie, quickly. <laughs> Hello, all you uh, lovely private parters. Welcome to a bonus episode of Private Parts. Um, of course, here with Mr. Alex Mitten, our lovely guest host. How are you, Mitt? Good. That check you wrote me is bounced, by the way. <laughs> still hasn't paid me. I've been been doing this for about a month now. <laughs> still haven't been paid. Empty promises. <laughs> empty promises. <laughs> it's no empty promises. Said you gave me an Uber. And it was a donkey outside. <laughs> be harder to get a donkey into the it city would, than it would be an Uber. A donkey in the city. <laughs> the sequel to Babe in the city. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> what Babe Pig in the City? You liked Babe? It's called Babe, right? Yeah, Babe. The was Babe good. Pig in the City was the was the. the sequel. Sequel, yeah. Yeah, I did not um, sure about that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That one. Um, hey, all you private partners. Welcome to another glorious episode. Um, as always, Mitt, what we like to do on the bonus episode, uh, above all, just talk nonsense and things about Matt Hancock, is read some reviews as well, which is always fun. We get sent in these reviews, so thank you so much for sending them in. If you do want to send in any emails or reviews, please do contact at privatepartspodcast.com or send us a DM at privatepodcast. Um, I have one which is uh, an Amazon review, um, and it says, how to the book is How to Avoid Huge Ships by Captain John W. Trimmer. And it says, the title is Good Advice for Most Readers, but Doesn't Cover All Bases. Uh, and it goes, there is one major oversight in this generally well-written book. And that is, it addresses uh, uh, addresses addresses anemiate readers exclusively. What? As a large rock in the Tyrian Sea off the coast of Jiglo Island, I've recently been confronted with instance with with which avoiding huge ships was of fundamental interest to my own personal well-being. What the hell is this about? This is the worst review I've ever heard. I think heard. he's been sleeping on a mattress. <laughs> he sounds a bit he says, he says, this is, what? However, the methods presented in Captain Trimmer's book was none too useful in my efforts to avoid huge ships, as I was re- recently struck by a very large ship indeed, a cruise vessel called the Costa Concardia. I think the ship came off slightly worse in, worse in my exchange, but the experience was disruptive to my afternoon and rather jarring. What the hell is this about? That's nonsense. I'm a bit lost in that, mate. I'm not sure what's going on. I think I was a bit there. lost in that one. Okay, I got. I'm going to leave that. I got another review, which is um, by it. Adam. It's about a mattress. Oh no way! Mm-hmm. Amazing. It's one star. What type? Uh, I don't know. It's one star. It says beds Shoulder should bed. look like beds. Uh, and the review goes: I ordered this when I was drunk because I thought it was a gigantic ice cream sandwich. It is not. It's a bed. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's not the $150 ice cream sandwich I wanted. <laughs> it does look a little bit like an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> if you go onto our social media, you can see why would he order that from Amazon? The next one is uh, Two Star, Too Much Pain, um, which is another Amazon review. It's of a Lou brush, and it says, causes too much pain and agony. Don't know why it's so popular nowadays. <laughs> I'm just going to use toilet paper. <laughs> oh, God, can you imagine why you... That's you, you use a bidet, don't you? I've never. Do you? Do you use? You don't you use. You love a bidet. No. You, you love the the feeling of hot water being. Have you? Uh, you've never been to Japan, have you? I've not. I've not. In Japan, they have these. Uh, they have these uh, sort of toilets that talk to you. Oh, it's like a little mechanical robot, and it, it sprays your it's, ass. It and... sprays sprays you, but also it's got some infrared system, because wherever you sit, it hits you. It does. What were you doing? Trying to, <laughs> it does. It's if you if you squidge the side, it'll it'll find you. <laughs> oh, it'll find uh, you. It'll get you. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit like you and raffles back in the <laughs> back in the noughties. <laughs> Wherever you go, I'll find you. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> we have one which is a five star Amazon review called The One, uh, and it says this: Whenever I get. A package. <laughs> Not talking about your book, is it? <laughs> no. Whenever I highly I, doubt it. <laughs> whenever I get a package of plain M and M's, I make it my duty to continue the strength and robustness of the candy as, spec- as species to the end. I'd hold M and M duels, taking two candies between my thumb and forefinger. I apply pressure, squeezing them together until one of them cracks and splinters. That is the loser, and I eat the inferior one immediately. The winner gets to go another round. <laughs> He's going to he's going to turn out to be a murderer. He's <laughs> I have found that in general the brown and red M&Ms are tougher and newer blue ones are generally inferior. I have a <laughs> I have a belief that the blue M&Ms as a race cannot survive long in the intense theater of the competition that is the modern candy and snack food world. Occasionally I get a mutation, a candy that is mishappen or a pointer. When I reach the end of the pack, I am left with one M&M, the strongest of the herd. Since it made no sense to eat this one, well, I pack it neatly in an envelope and send it to M&M Mars. <laughs> and, and saying how amazing it is. This week, they wrote back to me to thank me and sent me a coupon for a free bag of M&Ms. I think the police now need to get around his house immediately. <laughs> you know, I nearly choked on an M&M once. I nearly, d- nearly died. Oh, really? What happened? I was throwing them up in the air and it was an especially big one and it just went straight down like that. So I go into my dad and I was like, oh, just puts the kettle on. I was like, what are you doing? I'm dying. But actually there was, there was method in the madness. He was making a cup of tea. So he starts making a cup of tea, then gives it to me and it melts the chocolate. And I was like, Sorry, like, how long were you choking for? Did, like, quite a while. It a was, kettle takes three minutes yeah, to yeah. boil. He stirred it slowly, just watching me. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> it worked though. Why did he make tea? Why didn't he just give you hot water? I don't know. Well, because it's you don't want to drink hot water. You're, do you? Do, hang on a second. In the in the moment of death. Yeah, yeah. It's a very very British thing. In the moment of death, you're choking. You still just want a cup of tea. You're not going to take anything. That's it. That's it's it. It's just not. It's not nice to drink hot water. I haven't told you my big news, by the way. I've totally forgot as I was reading those things. Finally. I on Saturday mm. got a hole in one in golf for the first time ever. For the first time ever. That's great. I got a hole in one. That's really. 149 yards, par three, eight iron in there. Went hole in one. Never done it before. Filmed the whole thing. How do you feel? Feel fantastic. Sick. And the funniest thing about it is, I was playing with my mum and stepdad, and I filmed it. I was so excited. My mum and stepdad just started to go in the background. They started clapping me, like that, and it was looked like I'd ordered them, <laughs> like as like a sort of crowd to start clapping. I've not not got into golf yet. You haven't. I'm not quite there. 
Okay, we got one more review, um, which is another five star one. Be careful, it's really sharp. It's about a knife. It says, This one, this one sharp knife, I have eight stitches in my left index finger to prove it. That, of course, was my fault and the result of a momentary lack of attention while slicing a loaf of chia batter bread. But I can say with very personal chia, chia batter. Chia batter. <laughs> But I can say with very personal authority that this knife slices cleanly and almost painlessly. It, it's a great fill and the handle end and makes quick work of any kind of bread, especially ciabatta. I highly <laughs> recommend it. Uh, well, you know, my dad once stabbed me in the eye with a knife. What is going on? No, he, he didn't. We were, he had this. He had this like old boat that he'd uh, he'd repaired, and we were we were on it one summer. I was I was really young. My parents had divorced at this point, and you know, there's always a bit of tension. Is this your is this your like soppy story? Oh, poor uh, me. No, no. Um, anyway, my dad decides to try and swat a wasp <laughs> with a knife and stabs me in the eye by mistake. Had to phone my mum from the hospital, being like, "Yeah, I just stabbed him in the eye." <laughs> He tried to swat a wasp with, with a knife. He's a kooky guy. <laughs> right, to all you lovely listeners, um, also what we like to do on the bonus episode is we like to champion those who need it most, to the unsung heroes, to individuals, communities, charities, um, which we believe really deserve a big shout out. Um, we do this every single episode, bonus episode. So again, if you would like to nominate someone or an individual or community or charity, please get in touch and we'll read it out and, and also donate some cash um, that we always like to do. And we have one which is um, says, hello. Firstly, I would like to say I'm a huge fan of the podcast and really enjoy listening. Um, I work for an organization called Support Through Court who help vulnerable people in the family and civil courts who are having to face the court process alone. The people that come to us are usually going through emotional and difficult situations, including divorces, custody battles, domestic violence restraints, wrongful employment, dismissals, and they cannot afford, afford legal representation. If they cannot receive the support from us, they risk not um, fairly accessing justice because they are overwhelmed and confused by the system that was designed for legal professionals and not the everyday person and therefore cannot best re represent themselves. We are a small charity and our service is delivered entirely by volunteers. Funding can help us to expand our service and reach more vulnerable people as the, we see the ever-increasing demand for us. You can read more about our work here. We're going to leave the link below. It's www.supportthroughcourt.org forward slash about forward slash our hyphen charity you're not gonna remember that so we're gonna to have to put that in the link below um but thank you for doing so wonderful such wonderful and generous work with our platform and keep up the good work from katie how nice is that lovely so there are some really nice people out in the world i know you should take a leaf out of that book i, mate. I do well look what, what charitable stuff are you up to these days oh uh, loads like what uh well i'm becoming an ambassador for a um charity sick <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. I can't guy. say it's it. Such though, yeah. a good guy. Oh, is it are you actually? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm excited to find out which one it is. Well, I, we like talking about mental health a lot, so uh, possibly on that side, isn't little it? Hint <laughs> little, 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 little hint there. Little tiny little hint there. Tiny hint. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Um, I hope you enjoyed a little bonus episode. Um, hopefully, Matt. Should we see if Matt Hancock has replied? Yeah, have Just a little look. See what he's up to. Oh my god, he's replied. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. Yeah. Imagine. <laughs> he gotcha. Hey. Oh, Maddie Hancock. He might be with Sophie. <laughs> nah. Yeah, he might be. Shall I phone her up and ask if she's with Matt Hancock? <laughs> Let's just see quickly. Hold on. We'll ask him, then we can hang up. There we go. Let's just ring her. Let's see if she is. Hold on. Oh, that's crazy. Are you with Matt Hancock? Hmm? <laughs> that's yes. Are you with Matt Hancock? Are you doing your podcast? Nope. We are not. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Love you. Love you, <laughs>
she must hate going uh, out with you because every phone call you never know what's, what's what <laughs> yeah but that's the funness of it you never know what you can expect alright everybody listen we'll see you on Friday for another episode until then play safe and be cool Woo-hoo. see you later <laughs> <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.